podcast where we explain people and teach you a little more about your fellow human beings in all their shapes and colors. I'm Master Coach Kim Giles, and I have Sarah Henderson with me today. And Sarah, today we're going to talk about why you should really like being you and your shape. And this was your idea. Why did you feel like this show was an important one we do? Kim, I feel like this is really important for people to boost their self-confidence. I have so many friends and coworkers who think that they're just not enough. And knowing this program and knowing the truths that we practice in this program, I know that if they took the shape quiz and knew their shape and could highlight some of their strengths, they would have abundant self-confidence and at least recognize where their magic is. Yeah. Wow. I notice a lot of us, we grow up thinking we really should be like more like this person or that person. You know, we look at our faults and we see other people that are strong in those areas and we automatically think I'd be good enough if I could be like them. Mm. And I really think this is part of the magic of the shapes. When you accept that this is you, this is your shape, you can stop trying to be other shapes and really just embrace the good parts about your own. Yes, I totally agree. And that is, it was life-changing for me, Kim. When I discovered I was an octagon, there was a lot of stuff that I learned. And at first I was in denial. I think we've talked about this before. I was like, oh, that's not really me. I don't, I don't act that way. I don't have an ego. And then I started to recognize it took me about two weeks. And as those two weeks went on, I was like, oh, that is me. And I am really good at connecting people. And I may be a little bit um, untraditional about the way that I connect with people or the way that I go about doing some of the things I do. My life may look and appear chaotic on the outside, but the inside, I'm making connections and I'm rocking it. And it made a big difference for me to understand that my way wasn't wrong. My way was unique. And it was, that's what made it special. Oh, I'm just sitting here with a big smile listening to you because this really has worked on you. So can I tell you what else I feel like, why Octagon should feel amazing about themselves? Please. A lot of it is that the magic of the Octagon is one, your intuitiveness and your ability to feel things and understand things that the rest of us don't have and your ability to maintain a ton of friendships. Like it blows me away how many practically best friends that my octagons have. They're so good at maintaining all of these great relationships. And maybe that's partly because it's something I struggle with, but I think that's amazing in an octagon. Yeah, I I love that too. But there are there were a lot of times when that was like a downside, right? Well, I couldn't keep up with it. I can't respond to all my texts. My email is out of control. My phone has all those little red numbers on there that like a diamond would clear on a daily basis and I don't. So there's things that I was beating myself up for that are my magic and now I embrace it. And if every shape could recognize what those were and start rocking it, I think it would just really boost everyone's self-confidence because when you're not self-confidence, I'm sorry, but you're jipping the planet of you and your talent. You've got to rock it. You've got to find your magic. I love that. Okay. Let's talk about hearts really quick. And I especially think this is important to talk about hearts because they often really struggle with this, with self-esteem 
and really believe that they should be different than who they are. Don't you see that in every heart? I do. And I have a couple heart friends and I have a friend that's a heart that's been unemployed for a while. And I, he took the test. I was pretty sure he was going to be a heart and we came as a heart. He said, you know, this is, this is crazy. This is exactly me. And I didn't know these were things that were good. And I was like, yeah, they're awesome. So yeah, but you know, hearts, it's so awesome that we gave them that shape because that is their magic is their heart their ability to love and empathize with, with other people. And because that's something, I don't know, that's not as, there's not as much physical evidence of it. You know, I mean, like they don't pound out tons of work like an arrow or create amazing artistic things or they're, it's their, their nurturing and showing up for people. And we don't often see the great value that that actually is in the world because it, it's needed and it's powerful and, and a heart who could embrace that and really show up in that power and be the love in a room is really going to feel good about themselves. Oh yeah. I mean, the world needs more caring and compassionate people. And if, again, if you're not doing that and that's your role as a heart, you don't feel comfortable, you don't feel safe and we're not getting to enjoy the real you. So rock it. Yeah. Stop trying to be everybody else and just be the love everywhere you go. Yes. Awesome. What other shape can we talk about? Okay. Let's talk about circles. Circles magic is truly in their friendliness. Mm. They are so friendly and warm. And I'm so glad we have circles in the world because I can go into any room and the circles will make me feel wanted and accepted and cared about. Yes. And they'll reach right out where hearts have the love, but they're not quite as outgoing to like notice people in the room that need a little pick me up. A circle mm-hmm. will notice and oh. they'll, they'll come over and say, you need a hug. They'll just hug you yes. because they're so outgoing friendly. They just are the sunshine in the world that we really need. So if you're a circle and you you think that sometimes people tell you like you're too overbearing or you talk too much or, or you're too flirty, like that starts to crush you, right? And you're like, oh man, I shouldn't be that way. No, that's not true. You should totally be that way. And maybe that other person needs to start to learn to rock their shape, whatever that is, because that's you. Yeah. I met a circle the other day that said, I don't know what's wrong with me. I switch jobs all the time. I decided I don't like it and I want to do something else. And I switch jobs. That's probably my biggest fault. And I went, no, no, no. This is the beautiful thing about a circle is you need variety and adventure. And, and so you get bored in one place. Circles change their mind. They're all over the place, but that actually isn't a fault. I think it's really beautiful. It is beautiful. It's just perspective, right? Totally. So how about diamonds, right? Because when I think about diamonds on the outside, they look like they have it all together, yet they're the most tortured. So what can we tell them about themselves to rock their magic? Yeah. So this is the thing. Diamonds think they literally have to be perfect to have any value at all. Oh, and that's... that's uh, That's the downside, but the magic is their standard of excellence for themselves is so amazing. And their attention to detail and the quality of the work they do, 
I mean, there are jobs I would not want any other shape but a diamond in there because I know they're so organized and so competent and it will all get done. And as long as they embrace that, that excellence is the goal and look how amazing I am at how well I do everything, but, but let go of trying to do it perfect because that's not possible. Mm then you can rock your self-esteem and really celebrate just how organized and together you are. Yes. Celebrate the excellence and let go of perfection. Love that. Love that. Who's next on our list for shapes? So let's talk about ovals. And ovals struggle with self-esteem a little bit more than a lot of other shapes, right? Oh, they definitely do. They're those ones that are kind of in the back of the room, just hanging out, wallflower, not too much to say, right? And even their magic, I think to some people seems, they're like, well, my magic's kind of boring. My magic is that I'm dependable and responsible and I don't cause drama and I'm just kind of even killed and I'm a little more quiet so I don't irritate people. But a lot of those, those are incredible qualities. Yeah. They're incredible. And that I would rather have an oval around that's not obnoxious, that just does what needs to be done and I can depend on them. But we, we may not celebrate that magic as much as we should. Well, especially today with all these social media and it's cool to be big and it's cool to be a YouTuber and that might not be what an oval feels comfortable with. So they might feel less than if they're not being big when really what their magic is, is to be dependable and be an active listener. And who doesn't need more of that in their life? Yeah. You know, everybody that, that needs to be big and craves the spotlight, that's kind of a fault and a strength also. So again, this is all perspective and how you look at it, but it, but if you are an oval, you have to know what your magic is and do well at that and don't try to be anything else. Just love yourself as you are. Absolutely. What about you, Kim? What about arrows? That's okay. a tricky question for you, right? <laughs> so I think, and I probably don't see myself as clearly as I can see a lot of others, but arrows are very hard workers. And I think we're great problem solvers. I've had a lot of people through my whole life, even when I was really young, say, you can, you can find a solution to any problem and you will just fix it and get it done. Now, again, I have men arrows who their wives say, this is what I hate about you is you're a fixer and you just want to solve all these problems, right? Right. Because our magic probably isn't the empathy and listening. It's the solving the problem. Yeah. What I love about the shape, the true shape of an arrow is that the arrows in my life, typically I go to them for direction. Like if I know an arrow, that's what I started to recognize. My last boss was an arrow, is an arrow. And when I get stuck and I'm spinning my wheels, I call her and soundboard with her and be like, can you give me some little help? Can you point me in the right direction? She always has the right explanation, the right communication, the right problem solving skills to help me point me in the right direction. That is a beautiful thing. That is. But if you're in a relationship with an arrow and you're like, oh, don't just fix it. Just have empathy and just listen. Just mm. understand that the way they're wired, they're problem solvers. 
And it's not that they don't love you and don't want to show up for you that way. Um, that's just not their magic. Their magic really is in the getting things fixed and getting things done. I love it. That's great. So, so I want you to help me on the next one. Okay. Rhombuses. What, what's the magic? Oh, rhombuses are amazing leaders. Um, balanced rhombuses are amazing leaders. Uh, and they really strive for excellence. And they really st strive for quality. Um, and they really have a knack for leading others. Um, I think that is their magic. I do too. Leadership. Yeah. Sure. I am so glad we have amazing rhombuses in the world. Absolutely. For sure. They're very competitive um, and they always want to be the best that earns them respect in their world. Um, and that can be taken as arrogance and it can be seen as ego but a real balanced rhombus is really arguing or conflicting with you to try to get the cream to come to the top. They want the best outcome. And so they're always poking and prodding for that leadership best outcome. I really think that's their magic. So if a rhombus gets frustrated with the fault side where they're a little, they, they drive people a little bit hard, we've got to understand that this is their magic is in creating excellence and getting everything right. Okay, you're laughing your head off, why? Well, have you been in my house watching my husband help my son with math for the last three days? Because that is exactly what we have been doing. And he, my husband is a rhombus and my son is a circle and he pushes him and drives him. And we had a, a birthday card and we both signed it. And I said to, to my son, I said, thanks for being silly. And my husband was like, thanks for working so hard. It was just so obvious, right? But it works for us because it's my son getting both pieces. But yeah, he pushes him hard. And I know he pushes people at work. He's a pusher. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about stars. And I always think, man, stars should just have amazing self-confidence because they're all so beautiful. Mm -hmm. They're gorgeous and they show up looking so amazing. And you would think they would feel great about themselves because they have this incredible magic at, at looking amazing. But mm -hmm. most of them are terribly in, insecure and scared to death that they're not good enough. And they do have a tendency to think that their whole value is tied up in their appearance and that's all they have to offer. Yeah. And so, and we've talked about stars before and it's not always only their appearance, right? They're really good at like event planning and um, home decor and things like that. And really making the world um, and not only a beautiful place, but giving in like this aesthetically pleasing view, right? Like, when you walk into Disneyland and you see the castle and you see all of the characters, it just gives you this rush. That's what like walking to a star's home is, right? Like it's like, oh yeah, it give, they give the world this beauty and you gotta rock that. They do, they're often the artists. A lot of stars are artists and actors mm -hmm. and they belong on stage. A lot of singers and models, right? And so they're super talented, but I also just wanna say that you still have an incredible heart and you have a lot to offer besides appearance and just what you look like every day. Um, I, I find them to be very generous. Mm. Um, 
and it's true, they can be moody. So when they're in a good place, they can be so generous and so loving and caring about others and so much fun. And I want them to see all of those parts of themselves too. Well, I think they also attract people, don't they? Because of their outward beauty and some of their just exuberance, if you will, like they attract people. People want to hang around a star. So if you want to hang around a star and then you are the star to be kind and, and generous is totally a magic. It is. It is. I love it. Okay. So triangles, triangles, you know, are kind of quirky people. <laughs> love triangles. But their magic is in their brain. They are brilliant and they have a way of seeing things and systems and physics and chemistry and stuff the rest of us don't have. And they need to focus on that that is their magic and not try to earn a sense of self-esteem through what they look like or what their house looks like because mm -hmm. the, that's never going to be their thing. That's right. The triangles I know are meticulous in their thoughts and in their science and in their fields. Um, they review something, they review a paper, and their comments that come back are just like, whoa, you totally really read that, didn't you? They, and they, you gotta rock that. You gotta rock your brain, your science, your knowledge, your nerdiness. If that's you, rock it. Yeah, just own it. Totally. It. Okay, so let's talk about squares. Okay. So squares magic is actually in the details and the systems and coming up with a plan or a system to get things done and, and being able to see all the moving pieces, even if it's complicated. Matter of fact, right now we're in the heart of the presidential election and one of the squares is Elizabeth Warren. And I've been watching the debates and it's interesting watching Elizabeth Warren because she always comes back to, she has a plan. She's mm. gone through all the details and she's got a plan for that. And, and that's a lot of their magic. The other thing is their moral virtues, their principles. Mm -hmm. And I think it would be great to have a square as president because they live by their moral code and they won't break that. And that's an incredible strength to have virtues and values that you're that committed to that we can trust that you'll do the right thing. Yes, absolutely. And you mentioned trust. How about loyalty? Like the squares that I know are amazingly loyal. And I think we've talked about that before. Yeah, they will stay loyal even when they probably should walk away. Mm -hmm. They will stick by your side through thick and thin. So that's an Definitely. awesome thing. Yes, we need more loyal in our life as well. So that's awesome. How about our rectangles? rectangles strengths we know they can struggle with some decision making but what makes them amazing as friends and people on our planet well one of my dearest closest friends is a rectangle and she is thoughtful she thinks yes. things through she doesn't speak until she's thought through the the right way to say something She's incredibly knowledgeable and she can be a little picky because she will research something and know the right way to do it and handle it. But I know I can count on if I follow her on things, it's going to be right because mm -hmm. she has researched it and figured out what was right. 
-hmm. And they will take the time to do that. Uh, I'll give you an example. I recently decided to trade my car in and get a new car. And I made the decision to go to the lot and look at cars on a whim one day. And that very day, I said, sure, let's trade it in. Get me this. I didn't research it. I didn't think it through. I didn't make sure that I'm making the wise decision. I just went kind of off the cuff and decided Mm -hmm. to do it. But I watch her. She will know it's the right decision because she will have looked at all the options and all the details and she will know all the data. And that, that is magic. It's work that the rest of us won't do. They very, they are very data driven, aren't they? Um, my, the rectangles in my life are the ones that are like, oh, I didn't know that. And they're like, yeah, here's the weather. Here's what time the game's on. Here's like, they have the data. So everything from a big purchase down to, um, the little details of life, they have the data. They're very, Mm -hmm. very great in that way. So if you're a rectangle out there, rock that you have the data and you have the information to make good decisions, not necessarily that it may take you a long time to deliberate over it. That's a good thing. It's okay. It takes a while. It is because you at least you'll make the right choice. Absolutely. Okay. We only have one shape left, Kim, and that's crosses. What do you think of crosses? What's their magic? It's passion for sure. It's passion. They feel things deeply. And when they get convicted to some idea, is that a word, or con- conviction around an idea, that might yes. be a better word, when, when they get that conviction, they are all in. And they are so passionate about that cause or that idea. And they, they just go after it at a level the rest of us don't have. We, we won't chain ourselves to a tree and be willing to die for a spotted owl or... You know, they just, it's an incredible dedication to what they believe in. And I think that's really beautiful. Yeah, I have a coworker and another acquaintance who's across and the two of them are visionaries and they have a vision for how they think certain things should be and how it should go. And they're, they have stuck with it. And in some cases, in one case, it's been years. Um, This man is just following out his vision for how things should, should work. Um, and I love that, uh, they have a little bit of trouble getting down and getting, getting things done and being the boots on the ground, but man, they are fantastic visionaries. And that's what I love about crosses. Awesome. So I do have to say, Sarah, now we're talking about every, every person should be able to like being them, look at their magic and like being them. I still, every time someone takes the shape quiz and finds their shape, they turn to me and say, is that a bad one? (laughs) Don't you get that? Yeah, not so much because I usually prompt them and tell them there are no bad shapes. That's the beauty. (laughs) That is the beauty. So what I want everybody to remember at the end of this show is that there's a place for all of us. And the world needs the variety of all these different shapes. And you've got to embrace yours and not worry that you've got faults because everybody's got faults. We just have different ones than you have. We've all got strengths and we've all got faults and we all have the same value no matter who we are. 
And, and that's got to be a decision that you make all day, every day when that voice of fear comes in and tells you, oh, you should be more like them because yes. it's going to happen. That voice of fear is really strong. You should be more like them and you're not good enough the way you are. And when you have those thoughts come into your head, I hope that you can pause for just a moment and ask yourself, is that really true? Because I heard before, I heard this thing that I have some magic and you do. And I hope you can rock that. Me too. And if you don't know your shape yet, go to 12shapes.com and take the quiz. Absolutely. Well, thank you everybody for listening today. Join us again next week for some more of Explain People.